Welcome back to the Wire Podcast. I'm back here with Thomas, and today we are going to be continuing our rankings, our top 10 rankings of each position in the NFL. Today we're doing receivers. Last time we did this, we did running backs. Today we're going to be doing wide receivers. Um, but before we get into our rankings, we need to talk about Patrick Mahomes' new deal because this man just got paid. Oh, yeah. Like, he just got a 10-year, a 10-year contract. Uh, I don't know how much guaranteed money it is, but he can make up to $503 million over ne- the next decade. Yeah. Like, because inclu- he has, um, a, he has, he, he has these incentives for winning the AFC title game and winning MVP. He gets $1.25 million, uh, if he wins, like, for each, each of those that he gets, um, and add, add all that up, he could possibly make $25 million from incentives over the next 10 years. And yeah, he just, the, the quarterback market just skyrocketed with that deal. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And not only is he now the highest played, paid player in the NFL, he's the highest paid player in all professional sports. Yep. And he's the first NFL player to ever be the highest paid player in all professional sports. So... Patrick Holmes breaking several records. Good yeah. for him. He deserves it. Paid. Oh yeah, like he deserves every penny. Like he is arguably the most talented NFL player ever. He's like arguably the most talented quarterback we've ever seen. Uh, and the Chiefs just paid him, paid him like it. Yeah, I, I, I definitely think he deserves it. I just can't wait for Dak to be like, oh, hey Dallas, I want five hundred million dollars over the next decade. Yeah. Pay me now. Actually, no, I want more. So I want five hundred and four million dollars. Yeah, Dak's going to try to ask for, like, 50 a year. And that's going to be tough. <laughs> yeah, Dak's, Dak's asking for money like he's an MVP and a Super Bowl champion. Yeah, and he's, like, won, what, like, three playoff games? Two. Two playoff games? Like, nah, he good. But Deshaun might – now, Deshaun Watson, he might get paid close to this. Yeah, he might. Uh, he might. Well, he was saying that he wants more than whatever Patrick Mahomes is going to get. I'd be I, like, <laughs> okay, hold up. Yeah, the Texans <laughs> – no, the Texans might be stupid enough to break the bank to pay – I don't know. I'm not know. saying Deshaun's bad, but he's not, he's not worth as much as Patrick Mahomes and not worth more than Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, so. but I, st- I think he's a top-five quarterback. And Same, yeah. I mean, it's hard to lose that. Like, and he's good enough to lead a team with that, like, lead a crappy team that wins. And I think that's very valuable. So I'm not saying that he deserves as much money as Patrick Mahomes, because Patrick Mahomes is a different beast. Uh, but I would understand if the Texans do end up paying him like 500 million dollars. Like, I would understand because he that kind of quarter like the, a quarterback who can lead a team to victory, to wins and can lead a team to the playoffs. Uh, with very little around him, that's like a rare kind of that's a rare talent, and it's hard to find. Um, and I think Deshaun Watson is that. That's why I think there's so. like three guys I like. in the league right now that I feel like can do that. Like Mahomes, Wilson, Watson. Watson. I think Wentz can. He he just needs to stay healthy. I don't know. I'm not super. I think Wentz is super talented and he's good, but well, I, I just think he showed last year that he could because uh, he had he had nothing around him. Yeah, but he still had a good offensive line and, like, a good, like, a decent defense. It wasn't like... Okay, but he had, had Greg no Ward and J.J. Arcega, white-sided receiver. Like, that's hard to deal with. I get that. Like, but Greg still Ward... still had pieces around him to help him out. Like, I, I understand what you're saying. And Carson, I'm not, like, trying to take away from what Carson Wentz did. But, like, 
I don't think he could do it. I don't, I don't think like he could go into a team like the Texans when like Deshaun was like a rookie when the Texans only had like Hopkins and then they didn't have anything else. They like their offensive line was right. terrible. Uh, their defense was like solid because they had like JJ Watt and Clowney, but like they weren't good in really any aspect except for like defensive line, like front seven. Right. So I like I don't know if Carson Wentz could lead a team to victories like that. Well, I think I think he's easily talented enough. He just can't stay healthy. That's my one issue with Wentz. Like I think Wentz is like easily a top five talent, like uh, pretty easily. Um. Uh, he just can't stay healthy. But I, I, I think Wentz is in that cor- category of quarterbacks that can lead a team, um, and that's worth around $30 million. Like, I think he is an elite talent. He just needs to stay healthy. But, yeah, um, shout-out to Mahomes. Secure the bag. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, also. Is he going to buy a new girlfriend? Yeah, maybe. maybe. And a new brother? Bro, people kill his girlfriend on Twitter. I like, know. they just they just slam her just because, I mean, she's loud at games and she's kind of annoying, but, but like. Wouldn't you be if you're trying to cheer for your boyfriend? I know. I mean, like, I don't, I don't like her necessarily, but I don't hate on her. Yeah. I, was, I mean, it's just a joke. I'm not trying to say that Patrick Mahomes should buy a new girlfriend, obviously. Don't cancel him, please. Please do not cancel us. <laughs> Uh, a little off topic. I did a mock dra- uh, fantasy football mock draft today, and Miles Sanders is consistently going top ten. So, the more you know, the more you know. know I mean, he had a great year last year for fantasy wise, right? Because he had, I want to say, he had in like seven hundred or eight hundred range in receiving yards. Oh, really? Yeah, he had. Like I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know how good his numbers were. I was kind of surprised to see him that high because he was going like, he's going really high, like around yeah. eight. And we'll I wasn't see. prepared for that. Yeah, last year, 800 yards rushing with three touchdowns, but then also put up, uh, okay, only 500 yards receiving. I thought he put up more than that. But, that's solid. Yeah, that's yeah, good. still good. So, and then this year he doesn't have to worry about splitting time with Jordan Howard. Right, because he's in Miami. Yeah, so it's just Miles, the Miles Sanders show now. Yeah. So I guess people expect him to do, to do well. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, Lamar Jackson's going to get paid in a few years. He's going to ask for a ton of money after yeah. winning an MVP and all that he's done with I the I mean, Ravens. as long as he doesn't just, like, completely digress. Like, right. Just yeah. If he continues to improve. Oh, if he continues to improve and, like, starts performing in the playoffs, he's going to get a ton of money. Like, it's insane. Okay, so, like, three years from now. I don't know when his contract is. I was thinking three years from now. I don't, it's probably t- uh, two or three. Well, it's, it, he was drafted a year after Mahomes, so probably three. I would, I, I'm saying three because Mahomes' three, contract yeah, okay. is done in two years. So, three years from now, he's won two playoff games. Are you paying him? But he's, like, still put up crazy numbers in the regular season, and, like, they are winning a lot of games in the regular season, but only won two playoff games. Like two in one year, or like two across two years. Two across the next two years, or two across the next like three years, or whatever. Oh, if it's two and three, no, I'm not paying him. Yeah. No, like you got to win in the playoffs. Because at that point, he'd be like, "What? We have two wins in the next three years, so he'd be yeah, like that'd be two, two and, and three. five. Two and five. Two and five, because he'd, oh, he'd oh, lose oh, the, the next, next three years, years, and he's already got two. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. I was so. not doing the math right. Yeah, no, I would not pay him in that situation. But I, I don't expect him to continue to struggle in the playoffs. Yeah, I, I'm rooting for Lamar. I hope he doesn't. Yeah. All right, let's get into the rankings. Starting off from 10. Uh, You want to start off? You want yeah. me to start off? All right. 
I'll, I'll do it. Okay. So, top ten receivers in the league. Okay, hold up. I think our list is going to be different. I hope so. I just, think our rankings are going to be different. Just a disclaimer, we have not looked at each other's lists. We were hoping for some surprises. If the list is exactly the same, we're sorry again. It pretty much was with yeah, the running back list. Yeah, maybe very similar. Um, but I, I think they're going to be different. I'm pretty sure they are. I, I hope, hope so. to God they are. I really hope so. <laughs> All right. I already know I'm going to say my number 10, and you're going to be like, Oh, yeah, I know. Please don't. Okay, let number ten for me, Stephon Diggs for the Buffalo Bills. Okay, um, in 2019, had 65 receptions, 63 receptions, uh, for 1,100 yards and six touchdowns, uh, 17 yards per reception, and a 67% catch rate. Uh, Stephon Diggs is so good at, at getting separation and man coverage. He's a good route runner, savvy route runner. Um, the production has been solid, but it hasn't been like off the charts for him throughout his career. So like his first two years in the league, he didn't put up great numbers. It was like 800 yards, 700 yards. Um, but then these last two years, uh, he's put up 1,000 yards each year. So he's improving with the production, but he's always been a super talented receiver. And I'm excited for him to go to Buffalo because he's going to be the guy. He's not going to have, like, Adam Thielen, who's also a top receiver right. that he's having to compete for, for catches with. So he's going to be the guy in Buffalo. I expect him to have his best year yet. With I, I don't know about that. Maybe not his best year yet just because there is a drop-off in talent for a quarterback that he's going to, in my opinion. I think Kirk Cousins is more talented than Josh Allen. So there's a little bit of drop-off in talent. But he's going to be the guy. I expect him to get way more targets than he did in Minnesota. So Stephon Diggs is at 10 for me. Great route runner. Great at getting separation. Yeah, love Stephon Diggs. Uh, my number 10 guy, uh, we actually have a difference. Like It's, it's crazy. I can't believe it. Uh, I got Chris Godwin from the Buccaneers. Uh, Chris Godwin, more talented than the number 10. The main reason why I have him at 10, I want to see another year of production like he did last year. Like He exploded. This season, he had a fantastic year with the Buccaneers. I want to see him have this kind of production more consistently. And I think he will with Tom Brady uh, joining the, the team um, and with how talented he is. Because he is insanely talented. Um, I was not aware how good he actually was. Like He is a legitimate receiver. He's not just a number two that feasts on number two corners and is not very talented. No, he is a very, very talented player. Um, he had great production this year. He was third in receiving yards with 1,333, third in total touchdowns with nine, first in yards after the catch with 574, which is really, really good. Um, he had a 72.3% catch rate, which ranked sixth in the league. Um, and he's just a very, very talented receiver. Um, he's really good at creating yards. He's a pretty good route runner. Um, he's really good at adjusting and making difficult catches. He's not, like, he doesn't have elite, like, 4-4 speed, but he's pretty explosive. Like, he's got decent explosiveness. He creates uh, yards after the catch by breaking tackles. Um, and he does a great job of making difficult catches through contact. He had a very nice contested catch rate this past season. I just want to see him play like he did last year. More consistently. I want to see that production continue on moving forward. If it does, he'll rise at my rankings. But for now, I have him at 10. Um, even though he, he has the talent to be higher than this, I just, like I like I already said, I want to see this kind of production more consistently. Yeah, I, I feel exactly the same way. I have Godwin at 9 for me. Okay. Um, man, that 72% catch rate is really impressive with him because a lot of times you'll see a lower catch percentage uh, when you have when you're on a team with like a quarterback that's not 
as good because he's going to miss. Like Because right. the catch percentage is just like how many times you're getting a reception like of targets, like uh, receptions out of all your targets. Right. So that's what the, the percentage is. And so if Jameis Winston's throwing him the ball and he's off, it's going to bring his catch rate down because he was targeted, but he didn't make the reception. Yeah. So it's really impressive. No, is high in general, high. but it's really impressive when you don't have a cons- like consistent quarterback play. Exactly. Especially because like I was looking at Mike Evans mm-hmm. uh, when I was doing this. Mike Evans is like his catch percentage is generally in the fifties, and I was thinking about like why that is, and it's because he hasn't had good quarterback play. So that's really impressive for Chris Gwadden. He's he's making contested catches. He's a fantastic receiver. I would have him higher if we were just doing based on talent, yeah. but the production I need to see more. Had one good year. Let's see him get better with Tom Brady. Yeah. This list is so hard because you got to balance like talent and production. Yeah. Because uh, there 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 was. Uh, one guy. I'll talk about him later after we go through the top ten. There's one dude who's extremely talented who didn't make my list. There were a few guys. There's like I think I know exactly there were two. About. There were two guys who didn't make my list who are extremely talented. Um, I just I could I had a hard time putting them over the guys I had. Uh, but Chris Godwin is a like a legitimate receiver. He could be a number one on his own team. He really could. Um, and he he does benefit from being the number two receiver behind Mike Evans, but. Um, he's not just beating up on crappy number two corners. Like he's not. Like he faces legitimate talent. Um, and he's just a beast. Like I, I, I love Chris Godwin. Yeah, he's great. All right, so moving on to your number nine. What do My you number nine is uh, Amari Cooper for the Cowboys. Amari Cooper, such a beast. He is an excellent receiver. Very talented. He's super explosive. He's big, but he's also a really, really good route runner. Now, last year, he was 7th in receiving yards with 1,189. He was 8th in total touchdowns with 8. Had a really nice year. One thing um, that he struggled with was drops. He had 8 drops this year. Um, and a main reason why is because he, he has a lot of body catches. Um, and what that means is basically you're not catching it with just your hands. You're, like, catching it with your body. It's kind of self-explanatory. Um, but that's the reason why I believe he had so many drops this year. Um, and he was a little bit incons- inconsistent last last season, which is why he's lower on my rankings. Um, and he has a, a reputation as a guy who kind of disappears at times. But he's just so talented. And he's had a really nice year the last two years with the Raiders. Now he's with the Cowboys. Um, and he's just such a talented receiver. He's explosive. Um, he makes contested catches. You can trust him. You can just throw the ball up to him and he'll come down with it. Um, and all of that combined with him being such a good route runner is why he's at nine on my list. I think Amari Cooper is good. Um, and the one the one thing that a lot of people crap on him for is that last game against the Eagles on the very last play he was not in the game. Well, did he take himself out or did, I don't know or did if the co- I kind of for, I forgot if the coaches took him out or if he just sat out himself. Um, but he gets a lot of crap for that. I still think he's one of the ten most talented receivers in football. He is a stud, yeah. um, and that's why he's at number nine on my list. Yeah, completely agree. He's at number eight on my list. Uh, yeah, Amari Cooper, great route runner. He's really good after the catch. He's an ex- explosive athlete. Uh, he's really bene- benefited from being traded from the Raiders to the Cowboys. Um, he's he's helped Dak out a lot, and it's inflated Amari's stats as well. Um, 
Obviously, his last year with the Raiders was really struggling, got traded uh, to the Cowboys about midway through the season and had a great second half of the season to finish it out. We had a great year last year. Was good for me in fantasy, so I'm a big fan of Amari Cooper. He's an eight for me. Yeah, he's really, really good. I love Amari Cooper. Um, he's a stud. I right, number seven for me. Or no, it's my number, number eight. eight. Sorry, my number eight is Stephon Diggs from the Vikings. Um, he had a really good year this year. One thousand one hundred thirty receiving yards, six receiving touchdowns. Um, and he he is a incredible route runner. Um, he, he's more explosive than I thought he was. I didn't realize how good he was with the ball in his hands. The Vikings used him on screens the last two years, and he was productive on screen plays. And he's also a very good deep threat. Um, and I think that, like, with Buffalo, that's gonna, he's gonna, he's just gonna be a great deep threat with Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen, uh, the, the coaching staff in Buffalo is gonna be able to, uh, get a lot of use out of Josh Allen's arm um, and get some use out of Stephon Diggs' uh, deep threat ability. Um, but, yeah, Diggs, great great route runners, got nice hands. Um, and his ability as a deep threat receiver is huge. Um, and I, I think that's an underrated part of his game. Uh, but, yeah, Diggs, such a good receiver. He does have some locker room issues. Like, he did last season with the Vikings and with Kirk Cousins. Um, a but a drama queen. Yeah, he's a little bit of a drama queen, but... When we're just looking at him on the field, he's extremely talented, and he's t- uh, number ten or number eight uh, um, on my rankings. Yeah. All right, number seven uh, for me, it's Keenan Allen of the Los Angeles Chargers. The last year, over a hundred receptions, uh, almost had twelve hundred yards receiving, uh, six touchdowns, eleven and a half yards per catch, and had a catch rate of sixty nine point eight percent, which is really good. Um, had a little bit of inconsistent quarterback play last year with Phillip Rivers having a down year. But Keenan Allen is so good at creating separation. Even though he's slow, he's a really good route runner and is able to get off in man coverage and is fantastic at creating separation. He's quick. He's not fast. He right. does not have just like straight line speed, but he is quick. And Keenan Allen, really good receiver. He's at seven for me. I thought about putting him higher, but there's some other guys that I just felt like deserved it more than him. Yeah, Kenan Allen, so underrated. Uh, he's a great route runner, and like like you said, he's not very explosive. He runs like a four seven forty, so he's kind of slow, but he's just he's very physical. He's a good route runner. Last year, he had a fifty percent contested catch rate, which was ninth in the league, um, and he he's been extremely productive over the last three seasons. He's been so consistent. He's made the Pro Bowl the last three years. Um, and last year he was second in receptions with 104, fifth in receiving yards with 1,199, and 22nd in total touchdowns with sixth. He had a 69.3% catch rate, um, and he's not he's not gonna blow you away with a, with his athleticism, but he's just so good technically. He's a great runner, a great route runner. He's got good hands, and he's one of those guys that can make contested catches. He's not he's not just a guy that'll just catch wide open balls. No, he's gonna make the difficult grabs. Um, I, I love Keenan Allen. He's been so consistent over the last few years. He's at number seven for me. Yeah, and honestly, like he's been great over the past three years. And I think he would be much more of a household name if he had been able to stay on the field for his first right. three years in the league. The first three years in the league, he really struggled with injuries, and so the production wasn't there. But now that he's back and he's healthy, you know, 2017 was. He was the comeback player of the year in 2017, had a fantastic year, and these past three years, like you said, he's made the Pro Bowl, and he's been fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Kenny Allen's also an underrated yak guy. He gets yards after the catch. Uh, like, he does that pretty well for a guy that's only, that only runs a 4 7 yeah, 40. Yeah, he's pretty slow. But, yeah, but he but gets a lot of yards after the catch. Yeah, he's like 
he's not fast, but he's quick. Right, right. Like he doesn't have great just like a straight line speed. Yeah, but like uh, when he's running routes, he's his feet or he's just his feet are really quick and it confuses the corners. Yeah, he just gets separation really easily. Yeah. All right, moving on to number six. Number six for me is Devontae Adams of the Green Bay Packers. Okay, now our list is just going to be the same. Oh, man. <laughs> so we had, like, different, like, number tens, and then it was It might It might same. be different coming up, but uh, for now, it's been the same. Yeah. All right, number six, Devontae Adams of the Packers. Last year, I think he missed two games. I think it was only two games yeah. last year. But he had 83 catches uh, for 997 yards, five touchdowns, uh, 12 yards per catch, and a 65.4% completion – or completion – 65.4% uh, catch rate. Um, Devontae is a really, really good receiver. Uh, for the first few years of his career, he kind of was like the third guy behind Jordy Nelson and Randall Cobb, and those guys have kind of moved on, and Devontae you know, over, surpassed Randall Cobb as being like the number two guy, then Jordy left, and Devontae's been the number one ever since. Devontae and Aaron Rodgers have a really special connection. Devontae's just such a good route runner. He is he he just makes corners look dumb sometimes in man coverage, and he he's good. His hands are great too. Um, last year, Aaron Rodgers to me, like I can see it as a Packers fan. I it may like to a casual NFL fan, it might be not as easy to see, but he's like really falling apart. Yeah, <laughs> like Aaron Rodgers is not elite anymore. Right. I I agree with that statement. And so it's kind of sad to see as a Packers fan, but with not having many, uh, with not having like Aaron Rodgers is still a really good quarterback, uh, but he's just not as good as he was. And he had some misses last year that were that were pretty, uh, pretty bad. Like especially deep down the field to Devontae. Devontae could have had a much better season had Aaron Rodgers not missed right. as much as he did. But Devontae, fantastic receiver. He's at number six for me. Yeah, Devontae Adams, if you just look at the numbers, it's not that impressive. Like, he was only 26th in receiving yards last year with 997, only 12th in receptions, and 37th in total touchdowns. But he was only on the field 86.2% of the time, which is really, really low. That's, like, uncharacteristically low for a top receiver like Devontae Adams. Um, and, I mean, he had a 65.4% catch rate. Uh and you can't just look at the stats with Devontae Adams. Like, he is truly a really, really good receiver. He deserves to be on this list. So I have him at number six. He's a great route runner. Um, and he's good with the ball in his hands. He And he does all of this as really the only guy for the Packers. Like, the Packers don't have a lot of other options besides Devontae Adams. Now, they have Lazard, who came on, came along last, last year, had a solid season. Um, but they just don't have a whole lot of talent at receiver besides Devontae Adams. So he's doing this as really the the, the only guy on that on that offense um, or in that receiving core, and he's one of the best receivers in the league. Honestly, he's a great route runner, got nice hands. Um, he's one of the best route runners in the entire league. So you can't just look at production with Devontae Adams. Got to watch the games. Um, and man, he he is such a stud. I love Devontae Adams. I like I prefer his skill set over Keenan Allen, which is why I have him over Allen. Even though Allen's production just blows Devontae Adams out of the water, I, I just think Devontae is a better receiver. He's more explosive. Um, he's a better route runner. He's got great hands as well. And I, I just I love Devontae Adams. He's just a special receiver. Yeah. All right, number five. 
I have Tyreek Hill of the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, 2019, he missed four games, I believe. With in, was it injury or suspension? What did he have? An injury, I guess? He had an injury. Yeah. He got hurt. Cause I, I had him in fantasy, and it, it was, the it first, was tough. the first four games of the season he missed, right? I don't think it was the first four. I think he was healthy, but then he got hurt in the middle of the, in, in the middle of the season. Okay. Well, anyways, only had um, 58 receptions for 860 yards, seven touchdowns, uh, 14.8 yards per reception, and 65.2% uh, catch rate. Tyreek is just – he's like the new age of receivers where you've yeah. got – you're so talented at, at everything. Like you've got these new like super fast, super athletic guys that have good hands and are good route runners coming up in the league. You've got Tyreek. You've got like these new guys that just got drafted. Jerry Judy, CeeDee Lamb, not as fast, not like right. explosive like that, but like Henry Ruggs is especially a Henry guy Ruggs is basically Tyreek Hill. Like. Yeah, Tyreek Hill clone. So this new wave of like receivers where you're not you're not having to have a guy that's just a possess this is my possession guy, this is my speed guy, this is my good route runner. Yeah. Now you can have one all in one. That's kinda what the NFL is moving towards with receivers. Tyreek Hill is so good. He's it's almost he's almost unstoppable with his speed and and pairing him with Patrick Mahomes yeah. is scary. Defense yep. defensive coordinators just pee their pants every time they have to play the Chiefs. And they're just like, what am I going to do? Like, I have to put a corner on him. He's going to beat him. And then i got to put a safety. I'm going to have to put a safety back at the goal line just to hope he'll make a tackle. Yep. It's just it's just unfair with Tyreek Hill's speed. Uh, last year didn't have great production. And his first year, his, his rookie year, he wasn't really used as a receiver as much. Um, and plus, he wasn't playing with Mahomes. He was playing with Alex Smith. So if, when you're a deep ball receiver – and it's not ideal to be playing with Alex Smith. Right. Um, so didn't have great production his rookie year, and last year was obviously hurt, and so the production wasn't as good. So I think I might have put him higher just because of his skill set, but there's still got some guys ahead of him that have put up such good production yeah. over these past few years. Yeah, uh, I actually wanted to put Tyreek Hill at four, but I couldn't justify doing that because of the injury they suffered last year. Uh, I honestly think he's more talented than the guy I have at four. Um, and when you look at his production from 2018, it was insane. Like He had 1,400 receiving yards, 13 total touchdowns. He was a great returner. Um, he was also used as a rusher. He had a great year in 2018. Obviously, except for the injury last year, his production wasn't as good. But he's one of the he's one of the five most talented receivers in the league. Um, he is a stud. And defenses have to play differently against the Chiefs because you have to worry about Tyreek Hill. You cannot press him. Like, if you press him, you are done. Like, you are getting roasted like a rotisserie chicken. Like, you're just done. So, corners have to stay back. And that allows Tyreek Hill to get easy yards on slants, on hitches. Um, and he's got elite speed. Like, he's a world-class athlete. So, he can beat you deep even even if you are playing off of him. Um, and he, he's just really versatile. He can beat you as a receiver or as a rusher. He can be used on sweeps um, and in the wildcat. Um, he's extremely explosive. I don't know what his 40 time is. It's under 4-4. It's like 4... Yeah, it's I don't in know, but threes, I think. it's in like the 4-3s. And that speed makes him just a lethal weapon because he's not just a speed guy. Like He is a complete receiver. He's a good route runner. He's got good hands. He has improved... Over the, over the last few years, he has improved as a guy... He has improved in contested catch situations. Um, and he's got really good hands. He's a beast. I love Tyreek Hill. Um, 
I'm pretty sure his days as a returner are over. I don't know if he returns. Probably because I probably just not want to risk. He risk wasn't him used injury. in that role. He wasn't used as a returner last year. I think so, last year it was Miko Hardman. Yeah, it? so I'm sure that he's done returning. But when he was a returner, he was special. Oh, uh, he was like people were talking like, "Is this the next Devin Hester?" But yeah. No, he's much better. Like he's an actual receiver. Yeah. So I I I think he could be at number four. Um, but I, I would want to see another year, kind of like he had in 2018. Um, if he has another year where he's fully healthy, he'll, he could easily move into that number four spot for me. But because he suffered an injury last year, I'm going to keep him at five. Yeah. I also thought about putting him at number four. But there are only two guys in the history of the NFL. Yep. That and we both, had, okay, well, yeah, we both have the same guy yeah. at number four. There are only two guys in the history of, in, of the NFL that have had 1,000 yards in each of their first six seasons, and that is Randy Moss and Mike Evans, my number four for the Buccaneers. Last year, 67 receptions, 1,100 yards, eight touchdowns, 17.3 yards per reception. That is yeah. really, Ridiculous. really good. But 56.8% uh, catch rate, which is, you know, kind of subpar. Um, I I get it because you have Jameis Winston throwing you the ball, and Jameis loves to target Mike Evans. Mike Evans had an insane amount of targets, and Jameis is not the best, to say the least. Yeah. Um, but Mike Evans is a fantastic receiver. The production speaks for itself. I yeah. Mean, every single season that he's played in the league, he's had a thousand yards. Uh, Randy Moss is the only other receiver in the history of the NFL. That's yeah. done that in his first six seasons. Yeah. Mike Evans' production is is fantastic. Uh, not as good over the past few years as some other guys that I have above him. And I don't even think he's – there's some guys I have below him that I think are more talented than Mike Evans. But Mike Evans is a great possession receiver. He's really, really, like, long. Yeah. He's six foot five. Yeah, he, he is huge. Yeah. His wingspan's, like, six foot nine. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's insane. Great on contested catches. Uh, also, a pretty good route runner as well. Um, yeah. So, Mike Evans is at four for me. Yeah, he's at four for me as well. And, yeah, the, the six consecutive years of 1,000 yards, it's insane. Um, he's been so consistent over his career. Um, yeah, last year he did struggle with drops a little bit. He only, he only he had five, uh, which isn't like anything. It's not like, oh, my gosh. Like, that's not extremely high. But... That combined with the 56.8% catch rate, it's a little concerning, but it's a great deep threat. Um, he, he just kills really good corners on goes and fades. He's physical, uses his length uh, to create separation. He's not a fantastic route runner, um, but he's just such a good deep threat that teams have to play off of him. Corners have to play off, and that allows him to get easy yards on the inside on slants and in routes. Um, and just his... his the threat of him going deep opens up the field for himself and for his teammates, and I think that's very valuable. And that combined with his production makes him a top four receiver in the league for me. Um, and like Thomas said, he does make difficult catches. He can make adjustments um, and make those difficult catches. So, yeah, he's at number four for me. Mike Evans is a stud. All right, number three. I'm sure we have the same number three. DeAndre Hopkins of yep. the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, 2019 had over 100 catches, 1,100 yards, seven touchdowns, only 11.2 yards per reception. That's not bad, but it's, you know, some of the other guys have, like, 
like some of the more explosive receivers. DeAndre Hopkins is an explosive receiver, and some of the other guys that are like him have you know like 15, yeah. 16 yards per reception, and then a sixty nine point three percent catch rate, which is good. Um, he's made the Pro Bowl, I believe, like the past two years, mm-hmm. uh, and he's been a uh, first time, first time, first team All Pro <laughs> three times, and has made the second team All Pro team. I am stumbling. English is hard. It is hard. Some of us are not great in school. It's okay. He's <laughs> he's been a member of the second team all pro. Wow. I messed that up again. <laughs> he's a he's a one time second team all pro. No, it, it is hard. Go. Like saying first and second team all pro is hard. Like I, I, I know. Like doing redrafts, I know your pain. Yeah. Okay, let's try this. So, yeah, Hopkins is a super special receiver. Uh, he, like, he's benefited from having a good quarterback over the past few years, but even when he was playing with, like, Brock Osweiler and... Um, Mike, was it Mike Glennon? No. Maybe. Uh, who was the other quarterback? Now I've drawn blank. Yeah. Like, when he was a rookie. Uh, Matt Schaub, no. Cause that, was, that was before his time, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, anyway, but yeah, like, he's he's played with crappy quarterbacks. He's played with crappy quarterbacks at the at the beginning of his career, um, but now having Deshaun Watson, he's really just exploded uh, onto the scene. Let's see, was it 2018 where he didn't have a single drop? Yeah, yeah, he's been fantastic. This year, obviously, had a few drops. Uh, I think he had three. I can't remember. I didn't write it down. I should have. Um, but Hopkins, super special receiver, uh, very explosive. He's going to be so good in the Cardinals' offense. He's going to be – because they don't really have, like, a deep threat guy. They have Christian Kirk, who's kind of a slot guy. Yeah. They have Larry Fitzgerald, who's old and slow. And so now they actually have a guy on the outside that's going to be able to, you know, be a deep threat for them. And Kyler Murray is going to appreciate DeAndre Hopkins a lot. Yeah, DeAndre Hopkins is a stud. He, he's – Really explosive, which is surprising because he's not fast. Like he ran a four, five, seven, forty. Um, that's not like super slow. It's not like Keenan Allen slow. Um, but he is really good on go routes, getting open on go routes, um, which is pretty surprising for a guy with that kind of athletic profile. Um, he's very explosive. He's a pretty good route runner. Not great. He's not as good as like Devontae Adams or Keenan Allen or even like Stephon Diggs. But he's a good route runner. Um, he can make contested catches, makes difficult catches along the sideline. He made some pretty ridiculous catches on the sideline last year. Um, his ability to get his feet down on the sideline is really impressive. Um, and he's just really good at releasing off the line of scrimmage. And that goes along with his route running. He, he's a stud of a receiver. His numbers are starting to decline a little bit. They're still really good. Um, but, like, from 2018, his numbers did go down. And even from 2017 to 2018, his numbers declined. Um, so I'd like to see that decline kind of stop. Um, but he's still so talented. He, he's going to be great in the Cardinals offense. Like, man, he's, he's going to explode. Um because, you know, Cliff Kingsbury is an incredible coach. He's an offensive genius. And they have Kyler Murray, who's arguably a, like arguably one of the 10 most talented quarterbacks in the league. I don't think he's a top 10 quarterback. But at some point, I think he can make, he'll can he make that jump. Um, like He's got so, such a good arm both, like with both his accuracy and his arm strength. I think he's going to love playing in Arizona. Um, and Hopkins is such a beast. He's a really good possession receiver who just happens to be pretty explosive. Yeah. All right, number two for me, I think we have the same number two, Antonio Brown. 
2019 stats, um, two teams, CTE, seven apology videos. I'm sorry. Okay, uh, I, I actually, I, I actually kind of thought you were serious. Like at first, you, you were like two things. I was like, oh my god, you're, you're. I, I, okay, you kind of got me. Uh, no, seriously though, number two for me is Michael Thomas of the New Orleans Saints. Last year, uh. Man, he was insane last year. He now holds the record for most receptions in a single season with 149 receptions. He had 1,725 yards receiving, which led the league. Nine touchdowns, 11.6 yards per reception, but had an insane catch rate of 80.5%. And the year before, no, and 2018, 85%. That's insane. It's so insane. there's only one reason that he is number two, and that is because the guy ahead of him is there is just, a physical specimen at number is one just for insanely you. freakishly talented. Okay, so Michael Thomas is not even the second most talented guy in this top five. Like he's he's a great receiver. He's got fantastic hands, but like he doesn't have a very big route tree. He can't. I, I mean, I'm sure he can run every route, but he's not a fantastic route runner aside from like kind of short and medium routes he's a great possession receiver and he's also benefits from having one of the best quarterbacks of all time uh throwing him the ball i'm not trying to take away from michael thomas but in my opinion he's not even the second most talented guy in the top five but the production is why he's at number two. He could easily be at number one as well, but I just was valuing talent a little bit better than production right here. Um, but he's made the Pro Bowl all three years he's been, or not three years. He's been, This is next year's his fifth year, so I think he's been like three out of the four years he's been in the league, he's made the Pro Bowl. Uh, and he was last year he was the Offensive Player of the Year. Michael Thomas is fantastic. His His catch percentage, like, amazed me. When I looked it up, I was like, Am I looking at the right column? Like, yeah. Yeah, he's insane. Yeah, it really is. And at number two, I have Julio Jones for the Atlanta Falcons. Wow. Um, there, there is not a lot of human beings a bit like Julio. Like this dude is a freak. He's six three. He ran. He runs a four. Did I write it down? Uh, I don't think I did. I, he runs an incredibly fast forty time. I think it's in the four four. It's like it's. I think it's in the four four. I think it might be faster. No, I think oh, it's like up. low four fours. Um, but he is just an unreal combination of size, athleticism, and skill. He was fifth in receptions last year with ni- ninety nine. Second in receiving yards with one thousand three hundred and ninety four. Second in completed air yards with one thousand and fifty four. Um, and forty second in drops with only four. Um, he makes tough catches. Uh, he makes catches that no one else in the league can make. Um, and he's not as technically sound as Michael Thomas, DeAndre Hopkins, or Devontae Adams. But he's just a special player who overwhelms defensive backs with his with his physicality and his athleticism. He makes plays happen even when plays break down. Um, and his ability to, to stick his foot in the ground and break at the top of his routes is special. Um, and he can run go routes and fades because he's super explosive. Um, and I love that about Julio. I mean, he, he's one of the... He, he might be the most talented receiver in the league. Um, he's so good. But my... Like... Him and my number one guy, who is obviously Michael Thomas, they're the number two receivers. Then it's everybody else. I, I don't think there's an argument for anybody else in the top two besides those guys. I, I just don't. Like these, I think Michael Thomas and Julio might be in their own tier. Like, legit. Yeah. Okay, so my number one is, is Julio Jones. 
the dude's six foot three, two hundred twenty pounds. He ran a four three four at the combine. He is a freak of nature. He is elite in every facet of his game. He has fantastic hands. He's a great route runner. He is super explosive. He is huge. He is a giant human. He's got super long arms. I mean, he is just fantastic in everything you want from a receiver. Uh, and he's been the best in the game for a number of years. Yeah. Um, Julio is on a whole other level. Michael Thomas is fantastic, and the production has been good, but Julio blows Michael Thomas out of the water when it comes to talent. Uh, that's why I have him at number one ahead of Michael Thomas. Uh, Julio, he's had, like, he had 1,300 yards last or almost 1,400 yards uh, on 99 catches and six touchdowns. And I had his stats pulled up, but I've lost them. Uh, and I'm pretty sure he's had a thousand yards like for the past like seven years or something like that. Yeah, it's it's insane though. Julio is so good, and he's been at this level for a very long time. Yeah, uh, I of course I have Michael Thomas at number one. Um, he was top three in all productivity statistics last year, first in receptions with 149. That's insane. Uh, first in receiving yards with 1,725. He was he was ahead by, by like 400 yards. Um, in receiving yards, uh, like in front of the second uh, guy, he's first in completing air yards with 1,175. Third in yards after the catch with 550. First in red zone receptions with 20. Third in total touchdowns with 9. And first in receiving yards per game with 107.8. That's ridiculous. Like, you don't see a, a lot, you don't see anybody with that kind of production. Um, he was second in catch rate with 80.1%. I don't know who number one is. Um, a salute to that guy. He was third in true catch rate with 94.9%. That's wild. I uh, assume true catch rate is like that, uh, receptions to like catchable targets. Yes, that's okay. what it is. Yeah, it is. It's like catchable targets. Um, any and yes, 88% of his receptions are short or medium targets, according to Football Outsiders. But he is a special route runner. He kills guys. He's a great releasing off the line of scrimmage. He's an incredible route runner. Probably the best route runner in the league. Um, I mean, he is a stud of a route runner. Um, he's really good at making contested catches as well. That I was not expecting watching him play. Um, he, he had a 63.3% contested catch rate, which is amazing. Um, and he did really well this season, even when Drew Brees got injured. In those five games, he had 42 catches for 551 yards and three touchdowns. He's got great footwork, which is why he's an excellent route runner. Um, he makes some pretty tough catches. He's not just running slants like a lot of people say. Those people are dumb. He run, He's got a, a pretty good, a pretty advanced route tree um he's just not gonna destroy you over the top although he probably could um because he's just such a good route runner um he's not extremely explosive but he's so technically sound and he's been consistently one of the most productive receivers in the league this year he had an, an approximate value of 18 and approximate value um is something that sportsreference.com has created to give each player um a, a number value for each season, and 18 is just flat-out insane. Um, that was tied for fourth 
in the league. And he was all pro first team. And I believe he was offensive player of the year, right? Yes, he was this the year. offensive player of the year. Um, he was insane last year. And because of that, I have him at one. This was hard. Like, I had Julio at one. Then I had Michael Thomas at two. Then I had Michael Thomas at one. Then I had Julio at two. I kept flip-flopping. I finally just decided to go with Michael Thomas at one. Uh, they're they're – I, these are the two guys, like, they're the two best receivers in the league. I don't think anyone has an argument. Uh, I will not stand for anyone trying to leave one of these guys out of this conversation. Honestly, they might be in their own tier. Like, that's how ridiculously good these guys what are. Antonio Brown? Yeah. I know, yeah. You know? Antonio Brown could have made the list, but he went off the rails. But, yeah, those are my two guys. Um, so, you went with Julio because he's you think he's more, more talented. talented. Yes. Um, I don't know if he's way more talented. I think he's more physically gifted, um, and he's better at making contested catches, and he's and he is allowed to run deep routes like those. Um, I think Michael Thomas could be a deep threat if he was allowed to, uh, but in the Saints system, he's not asked to be that. And like he he like he had seventeen hundred receiving yards this year. That blew everyone out of the water. That kind of production is ridiculous, and he's got the talent. Like, he is a super talented receiver. I, I think the notion that he only runs slants is just ridiculous. Like, it's just not true. Like he is a all-around receiver. He's freaking amazing. Like he he will dunk on your favorite corner's head. Um, he he's a stud. Uh, but yeah. Um, who who were some guys that barely missed out on being um, in your top ten? Okay, so some guys that barely missed out. Kenny Galladay, for me, uh, he's a great deep threat guy. He had he led the league in touchdowns. Yep. Uh, or tied for first. He he's just a great like, you throw it up, he's gonna come down with it. Um, and then another guy was a guy that's super talented, but the production has fallen off. Odell Beckham. I actually had Odell at ten, but then I was like, I I can't do it with with. His production the last two years. I think he's like a top five talent, um, but the production's been pretty bad in Cleveland. And I think that's because of the system he's been playing in. Like, Freddie Kitchens is a moron who doesn't know what he's doing. And that's hurt. And they've had a terrible offensive line. Baker struggled last year. Um, And that was just not a great system to be in for Odell. And that's why his production has been so low. Like, if, if... we, if you asked me to build my own roster and I had to pick like three receivers, I would go with Julio, Michael Thomas, then Odell. Um, Odell's that talented. Like, he's a super good route runner. He's very explosive. He makes plays with the ball in his hands. Um, he's got some of the best hands in the league. He, he's a stud. Um, now, I say that he has some of the best hands in the league, and he had 11 drops this year. So, yeah, he had a rough year this year, which is why he barely missed out on my list. I wanted to put him in there so bad because I think. He, he's just, he's more talented than some guys I have in my top ten. He's just struggled the last two years, which is why he wasn't on my list. And I had Kenny Galladay at 11. I had I had Kenny Galladay 11, Odell 12. Um, Kenny Galladay is super explosive. He's huge. He's been great the last two years. Um, I just liked a lot of guys' skill sets more than his in my top ten, which is why he missed out. One guy that I had at 13 was Cooper Cup. Yeah, I thought about him I for the top him. 10 a little bit, but I felt like Stephon Diggs. He's never going to make my top 10. Like He's just not a, he's not a great athlete. He's um, he's a good route runner. Um, he's got good hands, and, I mean, he's, he's pretty good with the ball in his hands, uh, but he doesn't. he's not great in contested situations. He's not very explosive. He's kind of limited, but he is good, and he's very productive. 
Uh, but I, I just don't think he's as uh, I don't think he's good enough athletic. I don't think he's athletic enough and explosive enough um, to ever be a top ten receiver. Maybe I mean maybe he does improve in contested situations and he hops into my top ten. I just don't expect that to happen. But Cooper Cup is a really good receiver. But yeah, uh, so those are our rankings. Yeah, I really did think we were going to have like a bunch of different guys because there's so many receivers to choose for for this list. But we actually had the same 10 guys, just in different yeah. order. Uh, I was surprised. I thought you were going to have Julio number one. Yeah, I mean, Michael Thomas was just so ridiculous this year. Like, yeah. I felt like I had to reward him for that. Like, I mean, he, he was just like that kind of production. Like, the catch rate, the true catch rate. Um, and I, I was really surprised by how good he was in contested situations. He's a beast. Like, really and anyone who says Michael Thomas is overrated, you know, like you're you're a dummy. You can say he's a crybaby because that's kind of true. Yeah, no, that that does annoy me. Like he needs to get off social media, but yeah. So those are our rankings. Yes. We hope y'all enjoyed that. Stay we tuned had a lot for of the fun. tight end rankings. Yes, we got tight ends coming. This n- one's up next. tough. It's tough. Like there's not that many great tight ends. Yeah, I feel like. Like maybe three years ago in the league, this li- this list would have been a lot easier. Yeah. Because you had a lot of talented tight ends, and now all those guys are old, and you've got a new wave of guys that are like young tight ends, but they're not elite yet. Like they're right. getting close. I've got like three guys that I know are going to be my top three, but after that, it's just it's hard. It's yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good it's gonna be fun doing that. But yeah. I wish we had different rankings, and yeah, we don't see our each other's list. Yeah. We, great minds think alike. It's yeah. Just, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, those are like there. It's crazy how many good receivers are in the yeah. are in the NFL. Like the talent pool at receiver is insane. Oh yeah. But yeah, uh, those that's our our uh those are our top ten receivers in the NFL. We hope y'all enjoyed this, and we will see y'all next time. Be-